0: I can be who it says I, be, I be who says I can be and I will have what it says I can have. Today, I will hear the word of God. I boldly declare, I boldly declare that my mind, is alert. my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. My, heart is receptive. my ears are open, ears are open. And, I and I better not go to sleep. I'll never be the same, be the same. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, Father, we thank you for this wonderful day that you have made. We choose to rejoice and be glad in it. And as we have taken this time to offer up the first fruit of our week to you by hearing your word, I thank you that none of us will leave disappointed, that we'll hear the word of God for our lives that will change our direction, that will bring us encouragement. And most of all, produce faith for our lives so that, Lord, we can live life more abundantly. And so as I have decreased, I thank you for the anointing of God, increasing to feed every person in this room. In Jesus' name, amen Amen. and amen. God bless you. You may be seated this morning. Today, I'm actually starting a new series and it's entitled, Growing to the Next Level. Everybody say, growing, growing to the Next Level. You know, many times we hear people say, I'm going to the next level. I'm, I'm going to the next level. Well, to go to the next level, you must grow to the next level. And so over the next few weeks, I'm going to be talking about ways in which we can grow to the next level. And spiritual growth is necessary in order for us to mature. And maturity is a prerequisite to receive next level blessings from God. The purpose of this series is to motivate us to spiritually grow on purpose so that the quality of our lives are enhanced. Now, the more than abundant life that Jesus came for us to have is not automatic. Everybody say it's not automatic. And I'm going to show you through the lesson today that growing spiritually is not automatic either. We will be learning how important it is to always be growing. We're going to learn the different ways in which growth takes place. And then finally, we're going to look at the benefits that growing brings. So I want you to find two, uh, actually three scriptures. I want you to find John 15 verse 5. John chapter 15 verse 5. And then I want you to find 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. And then I want you to find 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. That was John chapter 15, verse 5. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18. And then 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2 and 3. Now in John chapter 15, are you there? If you're there, say, I'm there. there. If you're lost, say, I'm lost. All right, we got some lost people in here. All right, well, just check the screen out. In John 15, verse 5, I'm going to give you some principles to help you grow this morning. And they all start with Ds. So I want you to pay particularly attention when I give you a D word. Everybody say, the D word. Now look at your neighbor and say, it's not the D word you be using, no. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all need to stop using the D word. So here's the first point I want you to know. To grow to the next level, we must know and understand that we have been designed to grow. Write that down. It's point number one. We have been designed to grow. And here's the problem. The problem with most people is that they're getting older, but they're not growing spiritually. Do you know you can get old but not grow? So you can grow old but not spiritually mature. And so uh, we got to look at what it takes to actually grow. And this is why you can find some old fools. How many know some old fools in your life? You know, you know, now, I'm not calling you a fool. I'm just saying. If you're growing old, but you're not spiritually maturing, you're actually growing into a fool. Touch your neighbor and say, neighbor, he ain't talking to me. And look at your other neighbor and say, neighbor, he might be talking to you, though. Now, here's the thing. Growing is not automatic. Even in the natural, it takes Food for a baby to grow. Am I right? Amen. You can stop growing today physically if you stop feeding yourself. There is nothing in life that God made that d- doesn't need something in order for it to grow. And most of the time we think just because we're Christians and we come to church. And I'm going to show you that coming to church is, is not the only thing that you need to grow for from. So growing is not automatic and because it's not, here's point number two, we must make a quality decision that we are going to grow. We must make a quality decision that we are going to grow. Now, you can just write this down as a take-home statement. A decision without action is just a thought. I'm going to say it again. A decision, because you can make a decision, but a decision without action is just a thought. The Bible puts it like this. Faith without works is what? Dead. Dead. So there are two prerequisites that I want to show you that's going to help you decide to grow. Here's number one. This is, in other words, these are two things you got to do to start the growth process. Number one, you must be planted in some soil. Now Psalm 92:13 says those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. In other words, you cannot be a Christian and grow spiritually and not be planted in the house of the Lord. Now, my definition of being planted is being connected to a local church, being a member of a church. But I have found out a secret. There are members of churches every Sunday who are not spiritually growing, although they are planted in the house. And I have found out why. You know why? Because, and here's this thing, you can be planted and not be growing because it takes water, it takes the sun, S-O-N, And it takes some fertilizer, which to me means fellowship in order for you to grow. Now, water represents the word. You can't grow without the word. And then it takes the sun. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. And then it takes some fertilizer because you you don't know you're growing unless you're around some people. As a matter of fact, you can determine your level of growth by looking at your closest friends. Amen. Amen. If all of your friends still smoke, cuss, and drink, you are not growing. Amen. Now, go to 2 Peter very quickly. Go to 2 Peter 3. 2 Peter 3, verse 18. 2 Peter 3, 18. The two prerequisites for us to start growing is we, we got to get planted. And then here's the second prerequisite. We must see growth as a necessity and not an option. We must see growth as a necessity and not an option. In other words, it's not an option for you to not grow. And you have to see that as a prerequisite. Now, in 2 Peter chapter 3, are you there? Look in verse 18. I love this. It says, but grow, say grow. He said, but grow in grace. And then grow in the knowledge of who? Our Lord Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forevermore. In other words, it's telling us here, you need to grow in grace and you need to grow in knowledge of who Jesus Christ is for your life. Now, the word grow there, I want you to write down this definition. It means to enlarge. It means to increase. And it means to grow up. I'm going to say that again. The word grow there means to enlarge. Say enlarge. Large. It also means to increase. Say increase. increase. And it means to grow up. Say grow up. grow up. Because see, you can grow old and not grow up. I still know some people right now who are old and still. Listen, have you ever seen a 10-year-old with a pacifier in their mouth? I mean, if your kid is 12 and they still wearing diapers, something is wrong. Now, they may have some problems and those are rare cases, but I'm just talking about you haven't taken the time to teach them how to potty train. Amen. And so the second prerequisite is we must see growth as an option and growth means to enlarge, to increase and to grow up. So what he was saying here, he says, you need to enlarge, you need to increase yourself and need to grow up in knowledge of Jesus Christ and in grace. Now, here's the first key principle. I want you to go now to 1 Peter. Go over to 1 Peter chapter 2. Just go one book back. 1 Peter chapter 2. Here's the first key to spiritually growing. Here's the first key. And it starts with the D. Are you ready? Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor. He's about to use another D word. The first key in order to grow spiritually is desire. Say "desire." desire. Now, in First Peter chapter two, verse two, it says, "As newborn babies desire the sincere milk of People magazine." of the Wall Street Journal, what did it say? It says, "As newborn babies, we need to desire the sincere milk of the word because the milk of God's word." is going to help us to what? Grow. Grow. Now, watch this now. You can decide to grow, but not have a desire to grow. You say, well, Pastor, what do you mean by that? You can make a decision to go to work, but not have a desire to work when you get there. And so when you make a decision to grow spiritually... That's not enough. You now have to have a desire. Everybody say desire. desire. You must have a desire to grow as well. Now the word desire there in that verse, I love it. It means to intensely crave. Now how many have been pregnant before? Let me see a hand. How many of you had some weird cravings? I mean weird. One of my wife's cravings when she was having heaven is she wanted grandies. Every day, she wanted Grandy's. Now, Grandy's was pretty far from my house, so I wasn't excited about going. But you got to develop a desire, and a desire means to intensely crave. Watch this now. It means to greatly long after, and it also means, watch this, in a good way, it means to lust after. And that's why I say, you can decide to go to work, but not have an intensely craved desire to go. So keep your hand here uh, in, first Peter, in First Peter, just keep your hand here and I want you to go to Genesis chapter 3, Genesis 3. Because see, the, uh, the desire to grow must be triggered. In other words, if you're going to make a decision to grow and that first principle to, to, to grow is to create a desire to grow, I'm here to tell you that desire must be triggered. Say this with me, say desire Must be triggered. Now I found out how to trigger desire. Because, you know, just because you make a decision to change and you even know some of the benefits to change and and grow, if you don't have a desire to grow, you're not going to grow. And I found out what the key to triggering desire is. Here it is. Desire must be triggered by your five senses. See, touch, taste, smell, and what? Hear. Those five senses triggers desires. I can prove it. The only reason you wanted a new car is because you saw a different one. That's right. <laughs> the only reason you are kind of overweight is because you kept desiring and seeing food you shouldn't have been eating. In other words, desire is triggered by our five senses. And I'm going to prove it to you. In Genesis chapter 3, it happened to Eve. And if it happened to Eve, it'll happen to us. In verse 1, it says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which, was the, which the Lord had made. And he said unto the woman, Yes, has God said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the tree of the fruit... that's in the midst of the garden God has said you shall not eat of it neither shall you touch it lest you die verse 4 and the serpent said to the woman you shall not surely die for God knows in the day you eat it your eyes will be open and you will be as God's and you will know good and evil watch verse 6 here's the focus verse and when the woman saw now let me ask you a question is seeing one of our five senses Absolutely. So I'm going to show you that what she saw created a desire for something that God did not want her to do. It says here when she saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to what now the eyes watch this and a tree to be. There's that word, the tree to be desired. The only reason that tree became desirable to Eve is because she was looking at it. So watch this. Desire is triggered by our five senses. Go back now to First Peter chapter two. Go back to First Peter chapter two. First Peter chapter two, and uh, go back to verses two. Are you there, First Peter 2? Let me flip back over here. First Peter chapter two here. Verse 18. I should just let me see where I want to go. Now I want to go back to First Peter chapter two, verse two, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read verse three as well. So 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2, watch what it says. As newborn babies, there's a word. Come on, say it with me. Desire the sense milk of the word that you may grow. Watch what he says next, because I'm trying to help you see that your five senses are involved for you to trigger desire for you to grow. Notice what he says next. He says, if so be that you have tasted the Lord, that the Lord is gracious. In other words, he's saying, you can taste the Lord and grow. Psalm 34, 8 says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So as we grow, there are certain things we're going to experience. Now notice he says in that verse that if we taste the Lord, that the Lord is gracious So as we grow here, are some things that you can expect, you can experience or expect to experience graciousness, which also means goodness from the Lord. So as you begin to grow on purpose and you start triggering desire by hearing the word, you can start now expecting to experience God's graciousness or goodness in ways you have never seen before. And watch this now. Here's a good one. Good one. And serving God is going to become easier. See, to some believers, becoming a Christian, their Christian life has gotten harder than it has been easier. Now, keep your hand there. Go to Matthew chapter 11. Now, you know what? Don't go there. Just keep, stay right here. I'm going to tell you what Matthew eleven thirty 30 says. It says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is Is light. The word easy there is the same Greek word for graciousness. So he's saying, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is easy. So if your Christian walk right now is hard, maybe it's because you're not growing. He says, oh, taste to see that the Lord is good, that the Lord is easy. And life should not be getting hard as a Christian. It should be getting easier. Now, in John chapter 3, verse 30, you can just write it down. This is what John said. John said, he must increase, but I must decrease. So here's a principle to grow. You can't stay full of you and grow in the Lord. Now, notice what John didn't say. John didn't say, I must decrease and he must increase. That's not what John said. John said, he must increase, but I must decrease, which means that if you get enough word inside of you, you will automatically decrease. The only reason Jesus was was able to overcome the most difficult point in his life when he said, not my will, but Thy will be done, it's because he had more of God's will inside of him than he had his will. And so what we got to do to trigger desire is to hear. Remember now, what triggers desire? Our five senses. So hearing is one of our five senses. And that's why you can't go on a spiritual vacation. You know, most Christians use the summer of skip church. That's the worst thing you can do because you got to listen. Some of us have. We got like me. I got saved when I was 20. Okay. It took pretty much 20 years to get that junk out of me. Because I was being me for 20 years. So I had to start putting the will of God, the word of God in my life. And that's what Jesus did. He put God's will or God's word in his life so much that when a difficult time came, he was able to say, not my will. So here's the primary principle this morning to grow. We got to desire the milk of the word. Let me tell you something. It all goes back to the word. So. You're going to have to do something differently than what you're doing right now in order for you to grow to the next level. You've already maxed out the level you're at right now. And if you're not satisfied with the level you're at right now, you're going to have to do something different to grow to the next level. Which means that if you're not listening to the word, you're going to have to listen to the word to get to the next level now more than you are right now. If you're already listening to the word, you're going to have to increase your word intake from where you are right now. Because watch this now, more word equals more desire. And man, there is nothing like God beginning to put desires in your you know the scripture says he will give us the desires of our heart some some people look at that and say you know he'll give me what I want and I believe that too to a certain degree but I also believe it means that he will put in me what he wants me to do and so if you don't understand your purpose in life I dare you to begin to trigger desire by starting to hear the word so here's the the regiment that I want to put you on because one of my uh my one of my topics is Change is not an option in this series because you can't grow without changing. So this week, I challenge each one of you, either by podcast or by the CDs, listen to this message once every day. Let me tell you something. Some of those struggles you've been having is going to go away. See, you can't stop cussing until you put stop cussing this in you. The only reason you cussing is because you don't have enough of non-cussing word in you so you can stop cussing. When you start putting the milk of God's word inside of your heart, listen, cuss words ain't going to be able to come out because they ain't going to be in there no more. And now when you get ready to cuss somebody out, you just look at them and go... (laughs) Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And I believe there are next level blessings in God, but we must trigger them. And some of us are waiting on our life to get better. And God is waiting on you to increase your word intake. How many in here could use more word in your life? Let me see Hand. Praise the Lord. Did you get anything out of the lesson this morning? Amen. Every head bow and every eye closed, you may be here today. And the Bible says faith comes by hearing. You may not have